Hey guys, this is Matt Sabrog, and you are listening to the Our Thursday Podcast. This is my first time doing this. I'm just going to read words off the screen, I suppose. Uh, yeah, Alright. Let's do... Yeah, let's do cat calls. Everyone likes cat calls. So this story is from 43rd Street, and I was living in Newport, found this place off Craigslist, and our landlord was a madman. Like all landlords on Craigslist are, especially in Newport, these people feed off of, I don't know, deadbeats like myself and my friends at the time. I was 21, I moved in, everything was great, and then the winter comes around, and the thing that they don't tell you about winter in Newport is that it gets really cold. <laughs> and since it's California, these people don't insulate their houses or anything. It just turns into an ice bucket. You might as well be outside. <laughs> but this was our first time living there, so we had just fallen for the ruse. We were all chilly. It was me, my friend Sunshine, my friend Chef, and my friend Hank. So we're sitting there like a bunch of 21-year-olds trying to figure out what to do to stay warm late weeknight, and, you know, Sunshine was lighting up some joints to keep warm. <sighs> I think I was lighting some candles, and Hank was doing whatever Hank was doing. He was probably drunk, sleeping on the couch, but Chef, Chef was pissed. Chef was pacing around, and he's pretty quick to anger. So anyways, he's the one that snaps first. Chef starts screaming about how we shouldn't have to stand for it, how we have rights, all this sort of naive things that you think when you're 21 years old. 11 o'clock at night, he's so worked up, he picks up the telephone and dials our landlord. Which, from an adult perspective, might sound like the rational thing to do, but in actuality... It's absolutely not... Because as four 21-year-old males, it was our job to stay as far away from the landlord as possible, telephone or otherwise. In fact, we'd only seen him talk to the guy once when we first saw the house, and all he did was really <laughs> kind of just swore a lot and talked about previous tenants using too many wires. So what's this guy going to think when we call him up at 11 at night and tell him that we need our water heater fixed? <sighs> so anyways, the phone rang twice before Chef remembered this and hung up but we didn't want to let him off that easy. All of us wanted to see Chef do what none of us could, and all of us wanted the heat turned back on. So we goaded Chef like we always do, and we made him call back on speakerphone. It rang and rang and rang, and thank God it finally went to voicemail. Now, the outgoing message on the landlord's machine was where things got a bit strange. It was long-winded, stilted in punctuation, and my transcript of it is somewhat shoddy due to the fact that I wrote it on paper, with only the lights of those Catholic saints. But God's honest truth, Landlord Jack's answering machine went like this. We're unable to pick up the phone right now, but if you're calling for Lloyd, it is our deepest regret to inform you 
that he passed away this last Thursday after his long battle with leukemia. He will be buried at Eternal Meadows on Sepulveda and Beach at 1 p.m. this Sunday. You may leave a message here with your fondest memories of Lloyd. Thank you so much for your concern. He was the best cat we've ever known. Beep. Now, you've got to imagine that the entire time the phone was ringing, and even while the answering machine clicked on, Chef was rehearsing what sort of message he could leave. So at what point do you think that Chef's plan faded away and shattered into a million pieces? What word do you think imploded his internal plan for this voicemail? Was it the word Lloyd? The word leukemia? Was it the phrase passed away or the phrase fondest memories? Or was it just the implications? Because the implications of this phone call are where things start to get a bit zany. Who else had called, specifically or incidentally, for Lloyd? What type of phone calls did Lloyd field while he was still alive? Where did he find the time? Can anyone ever truly know a cat? Beep. Time's up. What's your message? I don't know either. Hold on. <coughs> so Chef held his hand over the phone and stared at us with bulged out eyes. It was either terror or insanity. Our laughter died down. Channeled by some force, Chef began to live, leave his message. Lloyd? Lloyd. Lloyd. You dirty son of a bitch. I know. I know. I know you're not dead. I know, okay? Just... Give me my $50. Serious, this is Edward from the Spearmint Rhino. You're fooling no one. Meow! Beep! Oh my god. Alright, I just listened to that once. And I realized that I should probably do another take or edit that again. But I'm not going to.